Good evening. Good evening to you. I'm so glad to be up here. You are welcome, most definitely. So we're just going to get into introductions here. Thanks for um, joining with me. No problem. It's an honor. Um, You're good. (laughs) So I just want to invite all my listeners out there, all my supporters out here. I can just tell you all, welcome to Miss Kim McLeod, VA Real Talk. Um. I have just been so overjoyed today, like just so encouraged and happy today with how God is moving with this podcast. And I was just sharing this with a couple other friends that is just so amazing to me. The things in my life right now that I've been, <laughs> that I seem to be praying about and wanting God to move on quickly because it seemed like it's moving <laughs> at my rate but this podcast is hasn't been one of those things and it's like god has definitely been growing the listener support um for this podcast and honestly i want to introduce you all i have a very special guest here with me today um joy oats and honestly sis you are number three this week wow i don't think i've ever had this many guests in one week Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so you are making this. Wow. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. So um, what I'm going to do, you guys, so we're going to have a very interesting, once again, it's always special. It's always unique. It's always fun and entertaining. And for everyone to know, and also for you, Joy, I just want you to let mm-hmm. you know that everyone that comes on here, I like to treat everyone like family. Um, I just okay. want you to be comfortable and be real, be honest. Mm-hmm. This is VA Real Talk. Awesome. So, um, so what I would like for you to do, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself, first and last name, and you know, share where you at, share okay. occupation, and anything great about yourself. Go ahead and share. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, my name, like you said, is Joy Olds. I'm so honored to be up here, you know, making history with um, Kim, who has made an amazing podcast. Um, I am from Virginia Beach, Virginia, born and raised. Um, I am a PK. Um, let's see. I work at Tidewater Collegiate Academy. Um, and I go to All Nations, Virginia, in Chesapeake, Virginia. Um, and then I also love to encourage God's people. Um, that's one of the um, amazing things God has placed in my heart. And, um, you know, I, I do this um, live video every Wednesday called Midweek Joy, where I encourage God's people. And um, I also do a women's conference. Well, I'm planning to do the women's conference. I have the different meetings um, in November, but we're planning to do those things um, just to encourage God's women. So I love to unify women and all of that. Amen. Praise, Praise the Lord. And, um, <laughs> I was going to tell you too. Uh, so I listened to this past Wednesday and last Wednesday. Wow. Um, your um, what is it? Midweek joy. Midweek joy. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So I have been a little slacked on listening to it. Just be honest okay. with you. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, it is okay. I totally understand. It's <laughs> when I first okay. thought about it. <laughs> I listen to it consistently, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. did I, I did get the message about the week of um, Thanksgiving. You didn't do mm-hmm. it on that week. Oh, and yeah. So I'll let y'all enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy your family. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, even though I wasn't really doing much, like, you know, mm-hmm. I was 
with friends or whatever. I didn't really do much, you know. Oh, so, okay. Uh-huh. But you had on both of your uh, midweek joys, you was talking about how you was talking really fast. So I was like, when I talk oh to her, I don't have to worry about talking fast. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. It's something I deal with a lot. The words come before my mind can totally get it out. So, yeah. It's okay. I'm I'm working on it as well, honestly. Uh-huh. And I remember um a few years ago, I think this was back in 2015, I had mm-hmm. the opportunity to speak at a church conference we had awesome. back in mm-hmm. my hometown. It was mm-hmm. only like like a 15 minute because it was trying to get younger good. Um, leaders speaking or whatnot whatnot. So mm-hmm. um I remember afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends pastors um he came up to me he was a communications major and he was just like oh, sharing gosh. some tips about speaking like it was like the the yeah. message was a good message it was a powerful mm-hmm. message um mm-hmm. you know I ended up getting a lot of good encouragement and confirmations about it but he was wow. like talking about that thing about talking too fast and mm-hmm. so he just shared mm-hmm. some tips with me um about that so since that day like mm-hmm. Definitely, he is deaf. Like from the little bit, of, like he's he told me, has wow. helped me throughout the years with slowing down. I still have a tendency mm-hmm. to do the same thing, talk really fast. Yes. So when I'm at work or when I'm talking with clients or mm-hmm. other people, or because I used to also do interviews and stuff for for work, and wow. I would tell people like, you know, if I'm going too fast, just tell mm-hmm. me because I know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Hmm. <laughs> so just want to let you know you don't have to worry about rushing on okay. here okay um, <laughs> i know sometimes probably when you're alive you're like crunched with time probably right but yes. um <laughs> yes. you don't have to worry about that here <laughs> okay um i don't have nothing to do but make phone calls after this podcast okay okay <laughs> so yeah um so earlier just when you did your introduction mm-hmm. and also want to tell everybody out here make sure you tune in um, I'm go- we're going to share all your information at the end of the podcast and also share all your information in the um, introduction of the podcast okay. mm-hmm. as well. And mm-hmm. so I want to tell you all, follow Joy on Facebook and listen to her midweek joys, okay? So just saying, mm-hmm. I know all of us live very stressful lives. It's 2019. It yes. is stressful in 2019. <laughs> yes. Definitely as a millennium. I'm just saying. Yes. So... It is nice to hear that encouragement, um, mm-hmm. definitely, and that prayer, most definitely. So I encourage you all to check in, listen to it as well. So earlier in your introduction, you mentioned that you are a PK. What is a PK? I know what a PK is, uh-huh. but other people may not know uh-huh. what a PK is. <laughs> so a PK is a preacher's kid. Either your mother or your father is a pastor, or um, it can be anyone in your family, or like your grandparent or something like that. And they basically are a pastor or a preacher. They, you know, they share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, and then you are, you know, united to them by being their daughter or son. So, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so earlier when we chit chat, trying to figure out what what we want to talk about yes and that you had tuned in a year ago actually it was actually been a year actually been two years actually hold up I'm trying to think here <laughs> it's been a year ago I'm sorry my dates are all mm-hmm. jacked up <laughs> 2019 uh-huh. 2018 the fall of 2018 mm-hmm. I started a group called people's conference call Yes. And I still it's still an active Facebook group, but I have not done the conference calls. Mm. 
because we had a lot of issues mm-hmm. with um people phone networks not allowing them to go in on the call because mm-hmm. they was charging. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the charge was like a cent a minute. Oh, I don't know. No. It was just like sorry, sorry. Is everything okay? I think I lost connection or are you still there? I'm still here. I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, I can okay. hear you fine. Okay, I thought I didn't hear anything. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Okay, okay. I'm with you. All right. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I for a second. I'm like, I hope I didn't miss it. Okay. <laughs> um, and I remember when I was asking people about sending me topics about, you know, the discussions mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I remember you sent out a message about talking about women in ministry, mm-hmm. single women in ministry. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought about that. And I've always tried to incorporate that into my discussions or whatever. But um, like I said, we actually haven't had a call since January of this year. I think oh, January wow. February was the last call I did a call. Mm-hmm. Just because a lot of the confusion of different phone companies mm. like I didn't have a problem I had, team. I had no problem with calling in on the free conference call oh, okay uh-huh. but people I think it was like T-Mobile mm. and um, I can't remember the other um, com- phone company but um, we had tried attempted some more and um, it was just like a disconnect with people actually calling in on certain time mm. then I attempted to do um, a live mm. on the conference page and doing a live video and having people you know come in if they wanted right. to mm-hmm. and that didn't work as well either but I still feel with that I need to keep that page because yes. I do have a burden for the single community because mm-hmm. I'm single too but yes. I have four years so I want to say so oh, okay like I was like I want to say probably when I was like 25, when I really started feeling like more of a burden for mm-hmm. 24, 25, I really started feeling a burden for the single community. Mm-hmm. And so I still want to keep the page open. I post here and there. That's good. I post, you know, whatever I feel like is relevant mm-hmm. to the single community on that page. Right. But um, I do want to get back into doing videos for that particular page here soon. But I'm just sharing all of that to come to that, that um, statement that you want that you want to hear more about yes. that arena. Yeah. And you, being a single woman mm-hmm. of God, and mm-hmm. you've been, how long have you been in church? How long have you been a Christian or been in, been affiliated with church? Oh, uh, since, it's like I was born, I, I was born and it was just always there, always a place in my life. I've always grown up around prayer and, um, you know, just knowing God and, um, but I did get saved. At, I like actually confessed that Jesus was my Lord and Savior at 11. So, I've always been around prayer and um, church, all of that. So mm-hmm. some people will call that pew baby. Yeah, <laughs> pew baby, like born and raised up in there. So kind of like yes, I've always yes. been there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, believe me. <laughs> so just want to hear your take on you could start when uh-huh. you was 11 or you could start um, now, like you could start I don't even know your age. I'm not going to try to guess or anything like that. <laughs> 23, uh-huh. You're 23? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I'm 23. Yeah. 
Oh, you. I see. I won't call you a baby. You a grown it's woman okay, doing your thing. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so for me, so you can start in the twenties. You can start in your late teens. Mm-hmm. But just kind of share your take. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you the part, and it's kind of share share your take as a single young woman mm-hmm. that's doing your best to live for God and be a minister. Okay, so um, growing up in school, I was always different. And, you know, I was kind of like the one that always wanted to do the right thing. So that kind of always placed me uh, like outside of the groups. So I would have friends, but they would, um, I would always stand out. I don't know how it would happen, but it was just like, I could never fit in with them no matter how, how hard I tried. There would be even moments in middle school or in elementary school where I realized, I'm like, God, why can't I ever have a um, a boyfriend? You know, why does no one ever like me? It always seemed like that. And then as I got to middle school, you know, the guy seemed a little bit um, more not afraid, I guess, more um, like they wanted what they wanted. So um, during that time, you know, I was going to church and all of that. And, you know, they called me the church girl um, during those moments, too. And again, still there, I could not fit in. Um, I tried to get in little, you know, little um, relationships, but I don't really uh, count them as relationships because they never went anywhere and it wasn't actually, you know, like real and all that. Um, But still then I never could um, stay in a relationship or stay with anyone um, as far as like communicating and all of that. And then um, as the end of middle school, um, actually middle school, the Lord started to deal with me and deal with my salvation and just getting closer to him beyond just uh, going to church and just beyond being around the prayers and um, actually encountering um, him in moments of, uh, you know, like in service. And um, around that time in middle school, I actually became more of my dad becoming a pastor. So like that I actually was working in the church and uh, the Holy Spirit began to deal with me during those moments. And then by the time I got to high school, um, that's where I really decided, I'm like, God, I'm going to live for you. Sold out. I was called Goody Two Shoes. Um, they even nicknamed me the blood during that time. Um, during that time, I was still single. Um, I just, I don't know. It wasn't really, it became less of a desire to be in a relationship because it was like, I was so hungry for God. I was so hungry to get um, what I needed from God. Um, and it just like, God, having God in my life was just the most important time. Plus, I was trying to get into college. I really wasn't uh, paying attention to that. Um, and during this time, um, God did deal with me. I know I'm talking a lot on this part, but God began to deal with me with some of the things that I wanted to do for young women and just encourage people or encourage young women like me who are trying to live safe, who are trying to live holy for God. Um, and during that time, I wanted to create a group, you know, where I can encourage other single young women. But during that time, it couldn't it didn't happen. Um, fast forward to college and where I am now. My um, sophomore year of college, I was able to start like a Facebook live thing. And uh, from there, um, I was called to minister at this young, it was like youth revival, actually. And I was like, Lord, you know, I know I did Facebook live, but I'm like, I always wanted to sing. I grew up in a family of singers. So, you know, I was like, that's going to be my life. I wanted to be like Kiara Shear. So that was my you know, my model. Then I was like, you know, I'll be good. I don't want to speak out. I never wanted to have the mic in my hand as far as being, you know, like that. Um, and I was called to do a revival. 
Um, and from then it's like ministry started and I'm like, Lord, I'm doing the same thing my grandmother did, my dad did. And I'm like, God, I don't really want to do this, but it, um, it came with my yes. And I didn't realize that God was molding me into, um, what he wanted me to do today. And that is encourages people. Um, granted during this time, um, it, it was hard for me because, you know, like being single, you know, and, and having that, um, uh, I guess we could say the platform. Hello. Hi. Okay, so <laughs> this happens sometimes when I talk to people and oh. when sometimes I get like spiritual conversation. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like I can talk about everything else. Right. But everything else. And every time I know that the God's about to share <laughs> something for somebody. Right. Stuff wants to just start dropping and mm. statically, whatever it was breaking out. Oh, to the, man. and then I went out and I couldn't like hear you any longer. And then I got a message message popped up and said, "Make sure your user has really good connection," or blah blah blah. And I've never seen that message on this podcast. Wow. Never. Wow. Obviously, mm. you have something to share. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, man. So yeah, I, I think it's the Wi-Fi, maybe where I'm at, my house. It's okay. Well, I pray. Mm -hmm. I'm and sorry. Jesus, let this podcast go through. <laughs> Lord, please, Jesus, please, Lord. Let your purpose be done. In Jesus' name. Please, Lord. In Jesus' name. So yes. I would like for you to go back to the part where you was talking about um, the part I guess part of middle school when you're talking about like no guys wanting to like talk to you mm -hmm, or didn't mm -hmm. you kind of go from there. See the other part, I did I couldn't, it was kind of oh, a little man. buffled. It's okay to go back and start talking about your middle school years. The part when you were saying that it seemed like no guy, no boys want to talk to you or like mm -hmm. you, right? During that time, I began to feel like, um look in the mirror and be like, what is wrong with me? You know, I started asking myself, you know, is there something that I should work on? Should I like, um, should I like wear my hair a certain way? Should I wear this or should I wear that? And, um, and it really took my mother during that time to tell me that I was, you know, good the way I was. I was perfect the way I was, but it still seemed like I'm like, God, well, it seemed like nobody's interested in me. Everybody has a boo, you know, during this time, Valentine's Day. And it just like it, God wouldn't allow it that that to happen during that time. And um, you know, the more I sought the Lord, I began to realize that He had me preserved for you know this you know this season of my life that I was about to walk into. And I didn't know that you know I couldn't have it tainted. I couldn't have um, you know what God was doing to me tainted. And um, during that time, there were some people that were trying to talk to me or guys that were trying to talk to me, but their agendas were off. And, um, you know, God just didn't let it um, happen. But as I began to get closer to him, um, he began to reveal certain things about myself, such as being different and just getting closer to him during this time. And um, during high school, I began to, you know, like I said before, like even get closer to him and to get closer to God rather. And um, it still seemed during high school, I still couldn't fit in um, friendship wise and I still couldn't get, you know, um, a boyfriend or be in a relationship or anything like that. Um, 
And uh, during that time, like I said, also, um, I was getting closer to God during the end of my high school years. And during that time, God was calling me to ministry and I didn't understand why. And I didn't understand, you know, why I couldn't still be in a relationship during that time. Even at the end of high school, God just wouldn't let it happen. God began to show me visions about different things that I would do, different visions, even of the Holy Spirit being like a ball of fire, you know, even before my eyes and just allow me to experience different things about my destiny. And then it was like when I got to high, when I got to high school or not high school, sorry, college, um, that's when my life turned all the way around because I was invited to speak at this um, youth, what was it, a youth, um, youth revival. And during that time, I was also beginning the Facebook lives because, um, God had begun to deal with me with the burden of encouraging people. And during that time, you know, I was encouraging people and then she called me for this revival. So I'm like, Lord, you know, all I want to do is sing. I'm good. Just encourage people on the side. I don't want the spotlight. I don't want any platform, anything like that. But during that time, God was like, no, I set you aside and I preserved you for this moment. Nothing can taint this. This is your, um, moment to do what I've told you to do and do what I've called you to do. Um, and I was just like, Lord, now I'm doing ministry. I'm doing what my grandparents have done. I'm doing what my father and mother do. I don't really want to do this. But um, as I said yes to God, the more I said yes to him, the more he began to pull me out and pull me out. The more I couldn't fit in, the more it just seemed like I was by myself, you know, during that moment. And during these moments of being in ministry, you know, sometimes it feels like that. Um, I think that's about it for that part of the as far as a single um do you want me to talk about now what I experienced? Well, we want, we're going to take a little break here because I'm, I'm thinking of a lot of stuff and what you just uh-huh. said. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> all up, all the thousand, you know, like it feels like years of experience. I'm trying to like bring it, like, so I don't talk here all day it's, and talk it's, your ear off. Race. This is not a race. It's not a competition. Okay. Uh, right, we're, right. I'm in no rush. If you're in a rush, okay. we could part two. And we're, like I said, this will be the first of many. All okay, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, it sounds like we have a very similar story when it comes to the area of um, relationships as in as a young, as a teenager right. and young adult. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm noticing, too, I'm noticing um, women that I've connected with that have mm-hmm. similar callings and ministries have similar mm-hmm. stories in that area. And wow. you're yes. right when you talk to the part about God doesn't want us tainted. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you look back, if <laughs> right, <laughs> you yes. know, in your field, in your career, in your ministry, being 23 years old, looking back mm-hmm. at the guys that you were looking at when you're in middle school mm-hmm. and high school. I bet you're mm-hmm. now like, thank the Lord. I, I did am. not get it. <laughs> I am. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy the Lord saved me and took my vision. Because <laughs> I personally, <laughs> you know, I personally look back at these guys. And I mean, I used mm-hmm. to have huge crushes on. Yes. And, uh, and you know, listen to your um, midweek, what was it? Was it today? Yeah, it was the one that you did for when this this week when you talked about mm-hmm. Abraham and how Sarah putting her hands and stuff. Right. And I can't tell you how many times that when it comes to relationships. 
and and I've done it yeah. in middle school. Mm-hmm. Myself writing this boy letter exactly. and, and dude didn't want nothing. I knew he liked me anyway, right. but he didn't want nothing to do with mm-hmm. me because I wasn't. Like you said, I was known as the church girl. I was known. Right. I was known as a good church before I even received the Holy Ghost. Wow! Day. You know? Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> That's how I like it. So, you know, so it was like, you know, I wasn't that for him mm-hmm. and for his group. I wasn't looked at as that ideal girl mm-hmm. today. Right. And it's funny to me. He's not the only one, but it's funny to me that <laughs> all these years later, he ended up. Um, I know he got at least one person pregnant. I think he has like one or two kids now. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. But mm-hmm. last time I checked, he was trying to reach out to me on Facebook. Wow. And whatever. And I'm just like, I like you back in seventh and eighth grade. You don't want nothing to do with me in middle school and high school. Right. Now you want to talk to me at the U O locked up, you know, locked up. You know, oh, wow, now man. you want not mm-hmm. a block. Right. Unfollow. <laughs> I noticed that now. See, yep. You know, that never want to talk to me or I hear you. Was just friends and reach out to me on Instagram and Facebook. I'm like, yeah, nothing to do with me. Exactly. And now they're coming back. (laughs) I totally understand. I totally understand. And so, yeah, so I, you know, I, I actually didn't have my first boyfriend until I was, um. 17 mm-hmm. so I, I went the same thing you went through like I kept like had that qu- those questions in my head like right oh right and mm-hmm. the thing about it was like I, I was pretty I knew I had a nice shape or mm-hmm. whatever I was smart yeah I, you know, I was a good student and um at one point in time I feel like I was popular but I wasn't like the mean girl mm-hmm. popular type I, mm-hmm. was, so I knew everyone I was one of those people, it didn't really matter who you set me next to, right. I was going to talk to them. Right. <laughs> I love that question. I, I had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I had a problem just talking a lot in school. If I was going to get in trouble, oh. I got in trouble for being late for talking. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Wow. So, um... It wasn't and it, the guy. He actually didn't. He actually didn't go to my high school. He actually lived an hour and a half from me because this. I lived in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Oh, okay. When I went to high school, mm-hmm. so I didn't come to this area to the Hampton Roads until I was nineteen when I went to Norfolk State. Wow. But this okay. guy, he lived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, get to know me a little bit. Yeah, no, you know. <laughs> someone told me today. They was like, "Oh, you, you rocking it?" I said, "Yes, I'm doing it. Right. Yes, I am." Yes, you so. Are. <laughs> Kind of put that in there. Right. He lived in Richmond, but he he went to one of our um, fellow, one of our churches that was in our fellowship. You okay. know, so uh-huh. um, I knew the pastor. I knew mutual friends of his, and honestly, to be honest with you, I started dating him out of peer pressure. Oh, okay. that's where some of us get in trouble. That's with. true. Not yeah, also putting our hands into stuff mm-hmm. and hands into what God's going to do, but also I um. I gave into peer pressure mm-hmm. because a lot of my friends, mm-hmm. church, and you know, school and not church, right. everybody was talking to somebody. Everybody right. was dating. Mm-hmm. This is like seven, seven, 17, 18 at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I did 
I kind of gave in. I was like, okay, I'll talk to you. You know, you keep saying you like me, you interested. So, okay, uh-huh. we'll do this. <laughs> it crashed and burned 10 months. You know, we barely saw each other. It was an hour and a half, quote unquote, long distance. Right. And, you know, and the thing about it was, it was like I was trying to make something happen that was not there. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, I did that quite a few times. Yeah. <laughs> in I, my 20s. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, if I could tell you, if I could go back and tell myself something 23 years old, I know I can't go back in time. Right. I'm 31 years old, uh-huh. in case he was trying to wonder oh, how I was. But, <laughs> yes, I love, I love being 30. I, thank you. Oh. Thank you. Um, some of my friends said, um, you're the only one that could look better 10 years later. So I did the, I did the 10-year challenge. Oh. <laughs> said, only you could look better 10 years Oh, my later. God. Yeah, oh like God. that. Um, like fine wine, fine cheese. You know, yes. <laughs> you get better with time. Right, with time. <laughs> so, <laughs> just saying, you didn't want me then. Don't act like you want me now. Exactly. Okay. So, right. Okay. Right. No problems when I get off. This all in. <laughs> this is all in the topic. Believe me, this Whoa. is all in the topic. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if I could share something with you. Mm-hmm. And I know we all have to, you know, take it, you know, right. Inhale or whatever, take it in and do whatever you want to do. It's just free information, you know. Yes. Not mm-hmm. necessarily get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a whopping nineteen dollars so far on this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so, if if I could go back and tell tell myself something at twenty three, mm-hmm. was like, please. Oh, okay, I want to lose my words carefully because I don't want to call nobody out their name or anything right, like right. that. Uh huh. I call myself something like, leave these guys and men alone. Exactly. Leave them alone. Yes. Focus on your school, which I did. I did focus on school and work throughout my 20s. Right. But it, I was so fixated in my early 20s mm-hmm. on having a boyfriend, getting engaged, and getting married. Right. And it's not wasn't focused in ministry because I was still in ministry. I was working at children's ministry at the time. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I was in praise team. I was in choir. Mm-hmm. Helped. I was helping out in any way I can with the church. If the church needed help with something, whatever, I try to make myself available. Right. Um, I time around that age, I lived in a household of other Christian women. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, I wasn't in ministry. It wasn't saying that I didn't have a prayer life. Right. I loved God. Mm-hmm church weekly but that was another aspect of my life that I wanted mm. and I feel as though if I wasn't so focused on that I could have been more so focused more so on my career more so on my school right more so on ministry uh-huh. like I did all those things but right that was just an extra I feel like I know all things you know work mm-hmm. for good for those that love right but time too looking back Mm-hmm. And when I was in some of these relationships or when I was just talking to some of these people, right. I kind of knew it wasn't like it. I, you know I what I'm saying? Like, you, I, you get that gut feeling. <laughs> it I, was like, mm-hmm. I never had that sense of, like, this is the one. Like, right. I experienced like one other time, but it didn't work out. Right. I'm not going into that. It's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but like in my early 20s, mm-hmm. actually all through my 20s, I would say, I can never say that I was like I was madly in love mm-hmm. with someone. Like I would tell someone I love 
actually did love them. Right. Loved them as a friend. Mm-hmm. Loved them as a boyfriend. But I just never felt like I was so deeply in love that if you asked me to marry you right then and there, I would say yes. Or even if you wanted to marry right. me right then that day, I was mm-hmm. willing to do it. Right. I can't say that. Mm-hmm. And I never, at, in my in my 20s, I just never got that. Because we hear stories about people meeting the one. Right. Or when they, when you, you know, hear these stories, it's exactly. like, wow. It's like, you no. Know, and it's just never like that time where I'm like, but it was just so that, I wanted that ideal, mm-hmm. and I feel as though, um, not to discount what people teach their children or teach their teenagers or whatnot, but I'm just saying for me and what I've seen sometimes in a church world, I'll say church world, very general. Right, 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 yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. I won't say it's necessarily one denomination. I won't say it's one type of organization. Mm-hmm. I won't say it's one worship. In right. the church world, mm-hmm. what I have seen a lot of is that that is more so promoted to be a ministry right right um it's like you you need to be married to actually fulfill your ultimate call Mm. Mm. um and so coming from where i used to live a lot of people that i knew they got married really young they got married 18 19 20 something years and I'm just like, man, oh, right. like, I haven't deep love yet, you know? Right. I want to my love. Right. And then when you see people, you know, get married, they eventually get into some type of ministry. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so in my mid, that's to that point when I tell you in my mid-20s, I started really feeling a, heart, a huge call for the singles, mm-hmm. um, the community and the church in general, because I feel as though lots of times we kind of get overshadowed right. and overlooked right. mm-hmm. because we're because people are just waiting for us mm-hmm. to get married. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, um, I want to say between last year and this this year, you know, not saying that I, you know, get don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I love my men. Right, right, right. I still like to get married. With right, them. exactly. But there's been seasons. There has legit been seasons in my life. Right. That I guess people assume that I want to get married and pray that I get married and all the type of mm. stuff. And honestly, all I want to do is my bills get paid. Exactly. You know. <laughs> sometimes you're thinking you're praying for a husband. Sometimes right. I'm praying if this bill gets paid. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this is our focus here. I hear you on that. Amen to that. I just want to put that point out there mm-hmm. and just remind all of us, of course, and I know sometimes, and yeah. I know, like, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, like I told you in my post when you, mm-hmm. um, when your brother got married, mm-hmm. or, you know, you said a lot of people was talking about your next and all that type of stuff. Yes. But I looked at you know, your video, your video this morning mm-hmm. from yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I'm like, you're going to get a good husband. My <laughs> husband's going to be really blessed. You know, I'm not trying like that's not you know. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's like you're you're doing it. You like you went to school, mm. you you received the education, but you're in to you know, you're glory. in a career. Mm-hmm. Amen. You're working in ministry, you know, you're doing you're starting these um these different types like your men, your women's um conference. Mm-hmm. So you're doing different things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're being shown like you're not saying like you're doing this to prove this right, to anyone, right, but right. for 
man to see him like okay for a good man wow. you know mm-hmm. to see that so okay it's not necessarily like she's trying to drain me for stuff mm. like she's already thing you know wow, she may be something that could benefit me or a bonus for me an add-on for me wow because um, you know for men like Honestly, for men, it's already stressful anyway. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. being a man, right. having that stress on, having to be, I guess, automatically knowing that you're supposed to be the provider, you're supposed to be the head of the household. Right. You know, you got this, they already have this automatic stress on them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's a woman come in and she hasn't really been doing much, don't really plan on doing much other than just get married and having kids and just doing whatever you know mm-hmm. um, I and I say that because of the men that I know mm-hmm. as friends right. um acquaintances colleagues that that's doing things for themselves men that you know have their own homes men that are in really good jobs men that have you know have their education right like they want they, they want to see a woman to have the same as well mm, yeah that's a good point right there. Sometimes we forget that element to to share and teach in the church mm-hmm. world as as a young as a young woman and young mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was planning on saying that, but you know, I, I think love it's needed for us to be reminded reminded of that mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, going back. <laughs> Listen to God when he tells you that it's not the one. Like, if you're feeling in your spirit, it's not the one. Don't do it because I had, like, I had this experience. I'm going to move on. But, like, I had this experience where I, I kept on going with the person. Or, like, not, like, in a relationship, but talking to that person and, like, you know, you know like, entertaining him. And, and God, the whole time in my spirit, was saying, this is not the one. This is not the one. But I kept on going back. And it took for <laughs> God to get me in a family prayer. And the, my aunt, who was a um, prophet, like, she began to prophesy that the God, he, she called me out. And I'm just like, God, I don't have time for this today. She called me out and said, the God that you're talking to right now, he's saved and all this stuff, but he is not the one. God is going to send you this. You have work to do. That's what she said then. Before I fully got in ministry, you have work to do. And, um... During that time, I was like, you know, like, okay, you know, I'll just still be his friend, you know, but being his friend didn't sell anything. Like, it was like, I still in the back of my head. And eventually, like, it carried on for like two whole years. And I still was like, you know, like trying to talk to him and he was trying to talk to me. And then it was like, God was really trying to get me, get my mind focused. And it took again, the same, like we had another family prayer and the Lord said, the guy that you are talking to has another agenda for you. He, he does different things, you know, in the ministry, you know, and all of these things, but he is still not the one, you know, and you know, God is just like, Joy, like, why are you still going back after I've said this? And like, now I'm thankful, you know, that I didn't, you know, but it was just like during that time, I was like, look, this guy is saved. You know, he goes to church, he understands this and understands that. And his God is like, you know, he's not the one. So I didn't like to experience that in front of, you know, I don't, I know that God didn't embarrass me, but it was just like, joy, God is like joy, like seriously, mm-hmm. he's not the one. And then like God allowed me to, you know, get closer to him and spiritually be keen to different things. And I was like, okay, God, I'm done. I'm laying this down. And now, if you know, after I laid it down, literally, that's when God began to send me out and like be able to help other young women, you know? And it was just like something that 
like was beyond my imagination. So just please, 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 if God tells you the person not the one, like get out of it as soon as possible. That's all I gotta say about Gotta that. preach. <laughs> Gotta preach. And we all need those reminders. Yes. We all need those reminders. And mm-hmm. when you said that it is I immediately thought of um this com it's not a comment. It was actually some word of wisdom mm-hmm. and it was so random mm-hmm. and I wasn't that evening I wasn't even praying about a husband I wasn't wow. even praying about a boyfriend right. but I remember it was like one Sunday night after service the elder came up to me and he was like you know what you could be unequally yoked wow. with somebody in the church oh my yes yes mm-hmm. and it was so random yes, it was I'm... so random and he was like <laughs> you wouldn't think that right you wouldn't think that right this this that part uh-huh well, you know, because they were they were saying it's like we always use that, of course, for mm-hmm. the church in the world. But mm-hmm. he was like, you can be unequally yoked with mm-hmm. somebody in the church, mm-hmm. and and I know two stories that I I believe I may may know may know of other stories, mm-hmm. but there was two that came to my mind when you said that how God clearly got your attention twice, right? And I'm so sis, I am so <laughs> thankful. For God, for His patience Ooh, yes. and long suffering for mm-hmm. me, and you know it only makes sense that the Lord is teaching me patience and long suffering. Yes, because let me tell you, mm-hmm. Jesus has been <laughs> so patient with me yes. in this area. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. because I know two stories from two really great friends, and they told me they're they're both they're both um you know divorced or whatever, and. Right. They both told me that God told them not to be with their um, soon-to-be spouse. Mm. And they ended up getting married, and oh, wow. it didn't work out. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And, and it happens. Mm-hmm. Like, God speaks, like, he speaks to his children. He does. Mm-hmm. But we know that he is a gentleman, and he's right. not going to force anything on us mm-hmm. he's gonna let us know he's That's gonna right. show us right and like i said when we're not but like we're not reminded enough sometimes to know that we are enough as mm. single that we don't have it's like life still goes on so when you're good. single or you're married mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and so like you i love when you what when you said that like mm. if you feel that they're not the one Please. they're not they're the not one, the one because there's going to be days when you're married. Like I'm telling you, like the Lord has blessed me with some incredible friends. Mm-hmm. And with some of these incredible friends, they have a past. They have a past of a former marriage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's just so interesting that in the past, I want to say probably in the past few years, God has been bringing these people into my life. Right. And just from that, like, you know, God's been helping me and showing mm-hmm. me that, like, it's so it's okay to mm-hmm. wait. Like right. It's it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like we're being reminded of that as That's much. So true. Like we can do a work for God. Right. Single. That's so it true. It is possible. Mm-hmm. And since we are women, we can do a work of God, work right. for God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God can talk to us. That's right. He can use us mm-hmm. he can anoint us that's right for his work and guess what we could be single on top of that exactly so true there's nothing in the word that says that 
we have to be married to do a work for God. Right. It's nowhere in there. Mm-hmm. We can do it. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of put that point out. Got to put that one out. Yes. I'm so happy you did. Listen. So, since we're on that topic, can you share with us a little bit more, I guess, what you personally do, things that you currently feel called to do? I know there's sometimes there's things we can't share because uh-huh. it's just not time yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not asking you to share anything that God has told you not to share anything like that, but you... But share with us what are some things that you have done in the past, things that you're doing in the in the present, or things that you would like to share what you like to do in the near future when it comes to ministry oh. and working for the Lord. Okay, so in the past, what I did, well, it's kind of like the present still, but like um, midweek joy. So, um, like I said, um, I think it's what I said. So when I um, got into college, <clears throat> the Lord had laid on my heart to start um, encouraging His people, and I actually began on Periscope. Um, I don't know if it's still out, but Periscope, I started doing lives up there mm-hmm. and I just did a quick, um, I shared a quick word and a prayer um, before I went to um, my job during the summertime. And that was what I started because I always had a burden to encourage um, people and I always wanted people to know their value and purpose and all that in God. Um, and then now, hold on, I'm going to, I'm trying to move, I'm moving too fast. So like, then I also began to like um, do little um like speak for young women's like here and there, like little um, get togethers. Um, and I started doing those things. Um, and then moving on, I began to, after that young woman or that young youth revival, um, the Lord began to call me to do certain things um, like on a, uh, I don't want to say like a bigger level, but like a, a higher demand that required me to actually like really fast and pray, not just, you know, give a good word, mm-hmm. you know, like, just like, okay, guys, here's a scripture. Oh, yes. Make some connections. No, like you had to go deeper in, I had to go deeper in God to actually hear what he was saying and, you know, actually hear his voice and, um, from then, like the Lord began to just do different things through midweek joy and just called me to different um, places. And then it began to be on a higher scale where people I didn't know at all, you know, like um, uh, it was just like people would know me. And I'm like, where do you know me from? And, you know, just encouraging, knowing that they're watching, you know, that my labor wasn't in vain, that, you know, sacrificing, even if it was two or three people on the lives, you know, like God still saw that. Um, and, you know, I never get caught up. I never want to get caught up in like, you know, like people knowing me and all that stuff but just the fact that God was right. glorified through that um showed me why I couldn't give up and through that you know it's just like uh my friendships began to change you know like um even just being careful of allowing people into my circle um even with men you know like even with uh the guys that were trying to come you know God began to like let me see it from afar like this person wasn't you know for me and all those things um but like from that time because I know I already talked about talked about the relationship part um god began to deal with me about starting um taking back our daughters which is the the conference that i want to have in 2020 but i've been having um services basically like revivals many revivals um in november i did one last year and i did one this year um so last year the lord um had said to me you know excuse me my voice is doing something excuse me so the lord had told me that it was time to uh, do what he told me to do back when I was younger. And then back when I was younger, I had a burden to also help young women. Right. And, you know, just trying to live safe for God. Um, and he said, 
during this time last year in August, he said, it's time to do what I told you and you have until November to start it. And during that moment, I'm like vacuum cleaning. I'm vacuuming my room. So this is number one <laughs> random. So I'm like, Lord, hold on, Jesus. Like this is number one random. I'm like in my master's, getting my master's. And I'm like coming home from school. I'm tired and I'm trying to do, you know, my vacuuming. But he's like, you have it until November. And I said, well, God, why did you choose me? He said, because um, I know that you could do this. I know that you could do this. And then I began to have, I just want to share this dream that I have because it kind of goes into um, being careful of when you caring when you're carrying an assignment and God has called you. So I had this dream that I was um, pregnant. Um, and in this moment and in this time in the dream, it wasn't that I was married or anything like that, but it was like I was pregnant with purpose. So um, in this dream, it was like I had to be careful how I sat down. I had, couldn't allow anybody to bump against this, this what I was pregnant with. And then when I woke up from the dream, God began to reveal to me that's what I was carrying, you know, taking back our daughter's so I couldn't allow different things to taint it. I couldn't allow um, even friendships to taint this, uh, you know, this assignment that God had given me. Um, when I woke up from that dream, I began to ask God, you know, how in the world am I going to get this money? How am I going to get all these things um, to do uh, what you've called me to do? Um, and then he, you know, supply all of those things. And we had a success um, last year. And then God allowed me to have it again this year. And people were filled, you know, people were touched and saved and delivered um but 2020 i want to have an actual conference for two days i don't have all of the information together as far as speakers but i do um want to tell you guys some things that i desire um i want to help unify women despite our our age um despite our color our ethnicities de- despite our denominations i want to unify women of course involving christ involving introducing christ to young women who let's say who um come off of let's say maybe come out of jail maybe that young woman yes. that feels like they have no value or maybe they're not saved and they yes. come back to Christ you know I really want to unify yes. women, you know and just let them know that God loves them and then I want them to be saved you know I want them to be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost I want them to get you know revelations here at this conference not just coming to any old you know like any conference you know like I want them to be transformed knowing their value amen um, yeah so like I plan next year to have like um, educational courses or classes rather that educate us on how to let's say get our money together or have yes <laughs> and you know and even be saved and single i'm getting my friend to come to talk about being saved and single i will uh, i do know that part being saved and single and just like if we have a vision how do we carry out those visions we want to start a business yes. all of those things and then on the other side i want um women who are a little bit older let's say then if they're in their 40s or like let's say they're in their um late 30s and they feel like they are a little bit old a little bit more seasoned than we are uh-huh. um yeah i'm allowing my mom to basically take them in and we're gonna like split we're gonna have that split we're gonna let my mom kind of take over that part and show them how to live safe if they have any daughters how do you um you know take back their daughters rather than yes. you know rejecting them and know how to speak to your daughters know how to provide confidence and all of those things um yeah, that's about it, though. Like, I just really, my mission is just to unify women and just, like, let them leave transformed and, you know, and just feel, basically, hey, that's, you that's know, a lot. One thing that came to me was God makes no mistakes. Right, right, <laughs> right. He makes that's no true. mistakes because I'm trying to, honestly, this whole time, 
since we've been talking, I've been trying mm-hmm. to figure out and get this right the first time that I found out about you. Mm-hmm. And I want to say I found about found out about you through social media. I think what? either I, I want to say some a mutual friend or someone I guess may mm-hmm. have posted something about you. Wow. That's what I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember probably mm-hmm. the earliest memory that I have of you. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it was probably what like early last year, early mm-hmm. 2018 I believe mm-hmm. it may, mm-hmm. may have been. Mm-hmm. And I believe um like I think it was like a mutual friend that shared a post or something for me and I'm like looking through her page and I'm like mm, she got some good stuff to say like wow. let me follow her mm-hmm. and um <laughs> and so from there I think and I know of course and if, for many of you that may not know this we actually saw each other for the first time just in November just in November it felt like I knew you for so long though so it was like oh my gosh, you know <laughs> It's wow. the spirit and also social media. You know, yes. when you follow people all the time. Yes. <laughs> it felt so natural. Like I had already seen you, you know. But it was yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know. Like that's actually um one of my best friends' church. That's actually wow. her church. And yeah, so our church is fellowship together. And um mm-hmm. I was because they have that conference like every year, like that's for the what past. My Ten, twelve years, something like that. I think it's, mm. I think it was the tenth year this year. I don't know. I can't remember. Wow. But it's been going on for <laughs> since I've been living here almost. Awesome. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and so um, I was with you know. I'm sorry, I wasn't able to like connect with you more that night. I was okay. with my I was with my best friend, and her brother was in town, and oh, so I was okay. hanging out with them for that whole weekend, uh-huh. of course. But um, yeah. So for you those that do not know, because it's interesting, because a lot of people, some people that listen to this. They, you know, ask me questions about how I know some of these people that come on. Mm. And some people are really shocked about how some of these people I've just met. Wow. And uh-huh. so, <laughs> so, yeah. So, That's just want to let y'all know that. But um, I say all of this because, like I said, um, I, I notice what I've been noticing, people that I, that I have similar callings and ministries. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like. We gravitate. Like, I, right. I, I believe um, somehow God makes a way for certain certain, certain of us to be able to come together and meet each mm-hmm. other. And for this journey, you know, it could be for right. several reasons. We don't know all the reasons. But obviously mm-hmm. what you were just sharing mm-hmm. about the whole women piece and whatnot, that's been one of my prophecies that's been on me since I was yes. a teenager about mm-hmm. how I'm going to reach women and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that was just one of me. One wow, of me. Wow, look at that. Yes. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So I definitely, since God's anointing over you, I yes. pull the Holy Ghost. Um, like yes. I said, God makes no mistakes. And I've, I've been true. wanting you on here for a minute. Wow. For a minute. Really? I wanted to have you come on board on this podcast for a minute. Thank so, you. um, yes, you are welcome. So this will be the first of many, of course. Yes. Um, yes. trying to think here. Okay. So, so yeah, so make sure you let us know, of course, like I said, okay. I know we'll be talking a little bit more, but just let us know, um, what's happening, you know, with mm-hmm. any type of conferences you're going to be doing. And of course right. I try my best to share all of that as well. Um, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, also, too. Oh, yeah, you kind of already shared that. But um, anything else you would like to add on? What would you tell? What would you 
what's something you would tell a young lady like that's kind of like in your peer group Mm -hmm. I guess like in their even in like high school or even Mm -hmm. in their 20s you know what is something what are some thoughts you could share with someone with a young lady that's dealing with answering the call to be in Mm -hmm. ministry um I would start off by saying it's okay to be rare like it's okay to be different and stand out um you know when God calls you it's something special um sometimes we can grieve what God gives to us and sometimes um we can look at it as you know not a blessing but um, I just want to tell somebody, you know, to grab hold to what God is leading you to do and to not delay, you know, because some of the things that we fear most might be that which saves us. Um, sometimes fear can um, cause us to have a delay in what God, you know, wants to fulfill through us. Yes. And sometimes we can't, you know, allow being different to hold us back. We can't allow, um, you know, fear and the fear of looking uh, kind of crazy when you're trying to obey God don't allow that to draw you away from God and know that you know he's there with you he can be your best friend when you feel lonely and like in this walk with God and trying to live saved and trying to do the right thing when temptation is um present like choose God like choose God over your flesh and I know it's going to be hard but don't allow even those who may come to try to talk kind of slick to you to get your to you know kind of pull you in like don't allow that to happen you know and and look for the red flags like exit out and be careful even for those who may come to you because of your name um I deal with that a lot and it's like Mm. having discernment with that and just experiencing some heartbreaking sometimes because I don't think that somebody, you know, genuinely wants to just be there, you know, and then I'll end up just finding out, you know, that was only because your name and that's because they wanted to be connected and different things like that. Um, And just know that, you know, God is there, like just go forward with what God has for you. Don't allow anything to hold you back um, and be confident in in who God has called you to be. Um, And also when God gives you something to say, like, because for me, um, it was just like being different. Like I didn't um, have anybody in my circle that was kind of like putting encouragement out there. And it was just like, God, you want me to do this? You know, not even, you know, not even my circle, the people that I'm growing with, growing up with are doing, you know, what you're telling me to do. And it was just like, God is like, you know, do what I told you to do. And once I did it, because I was obedient, people were blessed. Um, It's not about me, but it's about what God, um, placing me to do so um just be obedient you know and just know that you have a sister here that is praying for you and I want the best for you um just to any listener like you have this just go forward and um amen yeah amen well put Mm -hmm. well said and um I'll just add some um add on to what you said I just want to remind everyone as well um, not trying to be out of line or anything like that, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um, of course I, I I believe I have scripture to back this up. But <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. But um, I just want to remind everyone that's listening. Of course, we are two um, women, single women in the church. I just want to remind mind us all that we mm-hmm. all have a ministry, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, when we say the word ministry, we automatically go and focus on the fivefold. We all go mm-hmm. focus on those different areas. But mm-hmm. we know that there's so many other ministries outside of that as well. Not yeah. saying that you can't be called mm-hmm. in those areas, 
But there are also other areas, too, that you are called and chosen for. Um, there's a ministry for everyone. And I say that because mm-hmm. God, God would have not created you if he did not have a ministry for Amen. you. You know, he mm-hmm. said he knew you <laughs> way mm-hmm. before yes. you even knew yourself, you know, right. in your mother's womb. You know, he had a plan. And I think I shared this one day on a singles conference call. But mm-hmm. he had a plan for us at the very beginning. He had a calling for us at the very beginning. So you right. have a purpose. You have a plan. You may not um, been able to tap into it yet because mm-hmm. you just probably haven't been in fellowship with the Lord yet or really mm-hmm. in prayer like you should or yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you're listening to this podcast, like you're listening to this right now, you have a ministry that God has for you. And the best thing you could do is, of course, go talk to your pastor, go talk to your spiritual mm-hmm. mentor, talk to mm-hmm. your parents, um, of course. Right. But you have a ministry. And I just want to say, because like even though you are a woman you have a ministry this whole right. bogus idea that people are still trying to silence women mm. you have a mm. you have a mm. ministry god mm. used prophets right. and he used prophetess okay <laughs> so mm-hmm. don't give me that god god right. has male missionaries and he has women missionaries um mm. when a when a male you've you've seen it in the bible time and time again when a man did not want to step up and do what God told told him to do, what did he mm-hmm. do? He go to a woman. Right. And it has happened time <laughs> and time again. You yeah. can be used. Um, right. Also, too, this came to me when, when you was having your um, last comments. Even if you feel like you're in a small congregation, a small church, I personally mm-hmm. came out of a small church. We came out of a storefront church. When I started going to church, when I was, well, when I received like the true revelation of God and really got it for myself, mm-hmm, um, I mm-hmm. was 13 and we had like 12 members at that time in that church. And I love mm-hmm. that church. And I still to the, love that church to this day. And I still talk to those, yes. my home, uh, my home church pastors to this day. Um, still have a great relationship with them. Um, but even if you feel like, cause sometimes people feel like when they're in a small church, they can't really do nothing. There's not really much mm-hmm. to do or whatever the case may be. And they have that mega church in mind, ideal type of situation. But just we remind you, even if you're in a small church, there's still a work for you to do. There's still a ministry for you to do. And speaking to someone that's in a big church or a medium-sized church, or even if you are in a mega church, God still has a ministry for you. Because sometimes you're in these big churches, sometimes you feel like you're just one of many. You're just a number. And that's that's not the case. Obviously, you have some type of gifting and talent that God has has for you that's supposed to be there so i believe god calls us to different churches and areas because there's things within us that we that that particular congregation that needs as well so once again everyone you all have a ministry doesn't matter what city you're in doesn't matter what state you're in what nation church male or female god has a purpose for you also if you're a lot of children. I think my nieces can listen to my <laughs> stuff. They're so sweet. I oh, love my nieces. So Shout out to Raya and Jayla. I love them. They, they's like they'll, they'll tell my, my mom how they're listening to my YouTube videos or whatever. I love them. I don't know what they're listening to today, but they're always into like listening to my stuff. But if you were, um, you know, teenage girl, you know, you can be used. And I know one. I'm trying to get her own. I'm gonna get her own here her soon. But I know this one particular teenage girl. I mean, she's making things happen. She just started a Christian club at her school. Um, she's got wow. approval of um, school administration. Her teacher. People been coming. I mean, she's mm-hmm. always been bringing people to church with her. 
people have been baptized, been filled with the spirit yes. from her coming. Mm. Their parents have come. This girl awesome. is a serious soul winner. I think she's only her <laughs> junior in high school. Wow. So, yeah, so I'm going to have her on here, share some stuff. <laughs> My goodness, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, just remind it. So, we're 46 minutes in and plus add on to the other oh, segment. I got to yeah. go back and listen to the other segment and see what happened. I hope it's not too much that I won't be able to share, but I want to be able to share that part, mm-hmm. too. But once again, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself again and also give us all your um, social media outlets. Okay. Okay, so my name is Joy Old. Um, I love to inspire people. I love to um, help people reach their destiny. Again, I do um, have a ministry called Maybe Joy Online, where I encourage the people of God. And then I'm a teacher at Tightwater Collegiate Academy. And um, yeah, and uh, my social media outlet. So Facebook is just Joy Old. Instagram is underscore Joy Old. Um, what's another one? I think that's it, right? Just Instagram, Facebook. Do you use Twitter? Twitter, I have not used, but I think it's at Joy Olds. I think that's what it is. Joy Olds. Mm -hmm. Okay. And where's your church again? Where do you go to church at? Okay, so it's called All Nations um, Virginia. So it's in, I think it's Centerville. And it's like mid-Chesapeake, but it's like that, it's like that, um, by the Royal Farms, it's like half and half. You know, like where Virginia and okay. Chesapeake is. So it's like yes. at Centerville, yes. right at well, you see Centerville Elementary School. I think it's I think it's that's what it's called. But you go down, it's okay. on Centerville um, Road and um, Chesapeake. So yes, awesome. I'm definitely going to have you on again if you're willing. Uh, this awesome. will be the first of many. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, and for midweek joy too. Okay, yes, so, yes, 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 likewise to you. I appreciate this. This is an honor. You're welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really do Thank appreciate you. it. I love the conversation. Yes. And let the Lord bless you. Have a great Thank rest you. of your week. Well, tomorrow's you Friday. Too. Tomorrow's Friday. I forgot. I forgot. And we're about to go into break, too, for the school. So I'm excited about yes. that. So. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much again. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great one. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye.